When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Welcome to November and welcome to the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, good sir. How you doing, Reavers? I am good. Uh, so, we've got a number of hard-hitting issues mm-hmm. to uh, tackle. Yeah, we do. Uh, but first, before I forget, you actually walked in while I was meeting with a new client that's mm-hmm. going to be advertising with us, and it couldn't possibly have been cooler. Because i got to say, I know I'm your friend, mm-hmm. and I know we've been working for some time sure. together, but damn, you can be cool sometimes. Well, good. that At least you think that. I do. Right? I at do. Least, yeah. So okay. uh, our, our a new client of ours, uh, friends from Slush Buster, which mm-hmm. I had had the chance to be introduced to their product a while ago, but this is the first time I had met them. Mm-hmm. They were in to just talk about campaign, what we want to promote, blah, things like that. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, I'd love to have that in my store. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that was easy. Well, it wasn't exactly that. <laughs> it wasn't exactly that. You had right. said... Hey, did you? Because you had introduced me to them, but they right. didn't really catch who I was because I was a guy at sure. at the radio station, right? Sure. They didn't catch my last name. And then you said, "Well, hey, are you in Fratellonis?" And the guy said, "No, those jerks they wouldn't don't call really, us back. They didn't, they didn't really answer my calls." <laughs> and so I'm hearing that from the other room because I'm sitting near Joe's desk, right? right and right. I can hear that from the other room. And um, and all of a sudden, I just said, "Hey, buddy." You want to put him in my store? Let's put him in my store. And then he's like, "Such a yeah." And he was move. like, "How many stores do you have?" And I'm like, "I'm the Fratellonis." You were just That's complaining me. about. Him. And he wasn't complaining. <laughs> no, but no, not at all. You could see it he was, was like, so he was frustrated because he had called us and we said, <laughs> "We don't know what this product is. We don't, you know, we we didn't do our due diligence on the greatness of what the Slush Buster is." And you know, I don't think we tell people what it is right now because I think it's kind of cool to build up the momentum. Yes, but it will definitely make you think whether you should kick them off or slush bust them off. That's all we should say. Yeah, kick it off. Or slush busted off. It's such a, a I can picture it in my in my mind. It's such a guy thing to oh, have. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? One hundred percent. Where it's one of those you, you bring it home. And she said, "Well, what's that for? Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is yeah. my. This I'll is show my you. Thing. I'll show you. I'll show so, you what it's for. Anyway, more to come on that. But uh, it was really cool to meet them in person, and then just purely purely coincidental that you happened to be here at the same time I was I was meeting with them, which was it was just fun. Yeah, and, so the guy and, he made his I'll, biggest sale and. We have great radio presentation now. So. But you know what? And I will be honest, and I'm going to get a little bit sentimental and mm-hmm. sappy, but mm-hmm. honest to God, and people are going to think I'm dumb, and that's fine. A lot of people do anyway. 
it's one of the things that I truly, truly love about doing this job, mm-hmm. and it's connecting people. Yeah, I, I do. I do purely love that. Yeah. Where I've gotten to meet so many great people through client relationships, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, our, our friends at Thirty Bales Restaurant, yeah. our buddies at Elevated, whatever. It's just one of those things that's been really cool and unique about the job that I have here, and I, I absolutely love it. Have you? We need to make a date for Thirty Bales too soon. <gasps> So it's funny you say that, yeah. because when I was doing their ad last week, Todd let me know that uh, the short rib pot pie is back. Oh. And I, I I swear to God, I know they, they pay to be on GL, but it's, it's it's first of all, it's how Minnesotan can that get? Mm-hmm. It's pot pie, it's pot which pie, I yeah. absolutely love. And, short rib. and I love short rib. It's so spectacular. I, I do remember it, when, when we had, short rib pot pie. Uh, we did our show there. Yep. And the the guys from Garage Logic were there. Mm-hmm. Reaver, or not Reavers, uh, Sushere and Rookie Kenny and Kenny. And Kenny. And Johnny and and they just were hecklers. Yes, like full on heckling. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna have to bounce someone out of here, and it's gonna be our workmates. And the thing about it is, you weren't anticipating it, and I completely was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I, I had a. I think we had the quiz. Like, how much do you know about Garage Logic? And we right. quizzed them. And it, it, that did not go. Over no, it, it well. was a, it was a disaster, and that was almost better than it going yeah, well, it was super smoothly. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have a number of things that you want to get off your chest. So I acquiesce the floor to you. Well, sir. I, I wanted to ask you first: do you do you call it budding or budging in line? I think I call it budging in line. See, and I'm a budding in line guy. I'm I'm a budding D, in line. and you're a, you're a G guy, All right? right? Me, I'm gonna look I think up. it's this I know it's the same thing, but I think people outstate Minnesota. Is this like a duck duck goose and I duck, think it duck, might be. In duck? fact, my my one buddy, my buddy Tyson who says budging, he's from Northfield, right outside of Fairbow, so maybe it's a Northfield Fairbow thing. In fact, I'll say this. I think I call it cutting in line. Well, yeah, and I could say cutting in line too. But so my my daughters had tryouts for volleyball, right? Okay. Sunday morning, eight o'clock in the morning. Oh dear God. Line of and I'm not kidding, four hundred people to get inside this thing. This is at a high school? This This is is at a professional volleyball place, right? Not professional place just for volleyball. Okay. And in line in front of us, this little gal walks up and the mom walks up and says, Oh, here's your friends. And she steps oh. right in line. Oh. And I, <laughs> patient me, says, I, I can't take this. I, I'm going to have to say something or I'm going to have to leave. Because I just can't imagine the audacity of somebody doing that. Mm-hmm. I just can't. And so then my daughter, her best friend comes up to us. Mom drops her out of the car. She walks right up to us and says, hey, how you doing? We say, hey, hey. And she goes, is it all right if I just come in line with you? And I said, No. It's not all right. Unless you get the okay from every single person behind us, Oof. you know, 75, 80 kids back. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm standing there in line, mm-hmm. staring at this woman, this mom, the kid I'm not mad at, right? The kid is the kid. The kid's just doing whatever just, mom the kid says. Just, the yeah. mom said, hey, you're yeah. going here. And I'm staring at this mom. And I, I'm with my, my ex-wife happened to be there. And she said, I mean, you, sh- you have to walk away. You can't. You have to go. Because I'm like, I, I can't take it. I got to say something to her. Mm-hmm. I got to walk up there and say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I saw that you came in the line late. Did you get permission from everything? You did not get it from us. So you can go behind us. But, you know, if you get permission from the person behind me. Right. And 
they 100% would not let me do it. And I said, that is the downfall of society. Because what should happen is when somebody walks in and buds in front of line, the entire line should say, hey, uh, getting back. We've all been waiting longer than you have. We've all been waiting. Yep. Get here. I didn't wake myself up at 640 on a Sunday morning to be in line 100th out of the hundreds of people to have some random snot roll in five minutes left and pull up in the line in front of me. I lo- It ruined my whole day. It sounds like it. I'm honest to God. It's, I'm still mad at this moment, and I know who the woman is, I, and she knows who she is. Ooh. And if she's listening to that, bad karma, lady. Bad karma. Well, there's a number of things to dissect with, with, with something like this. Number one, if this was – so this was – they're just going to take the first however many people. No, no, they did didn't get an any competitive advantage from it. Okay, like it didn't make them win a spot on the team or lose a spot. That they didn't get anything other than time. Time. They yeah. saved themselves an hour of not standing in line, and it was like chilly outside. Yeah, that's morning, not right? cool. So we were standing in line for an hour. They were standing in line for five minutes. Unfair. Do you know what I can't help but think of right now, though? Hmm. And I. I I share your pain. Okay. I, I do feel your pain. Because you would lose your mind. I would not be. Sushray would have killed the person. But the thing the thing is, I that that is something in that, in that particular spot there. I would have to send my wife with, with my kids. There's no chance I would be able to, to, yes. to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would try, but I know because I'm a... I, I tend to be a, somewhat of a patient person, mm-hmm. but... St- and it's not even the time... Yeah, it is probably also the time of the day. I, I wouldn't handle that well. Just just waiting in line, period. That's why Black Friday has never done anything no, for me. There's no, no, lines none of that don't stuff. Line, yeah. w- w- oh, I'm going to be the first person to go see the new Star Wars. Who gives a damn? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get the new iPhone. I don't care. I'll wait six months and get it sure. in 10 minutes, yeah. and I won't have to stand in line for four days. I don't care that I'm the first person that gets the new iPhone. You know, so the, the whole waiting in line aspect, I'm not in elementary school anymore. This was I'm not forced, waiting in line. Right? This was forced, so yeah. I had no choice. But then I'm, I'm looking at this volleyball place. I'm saying, okay, hey, they have a huge facility. I mean, huge. Ten courts, say, okay. right? Okay. And all this other space. I'm like, why are you making everybody wait outside? Why? why? What if it was raining? Right. What if it was like 15 degrees colder? Why don't you just line us up on the inside? You have, you know, 150,000 square feet. Line us up inside. Wow. What are we doing? So I'm I'm losing my mind. The place is awesome though. By I the bet. way, yeah, it's cool. So, you know what I'm thinking of though? Yeah, what's that? And and I feel your pain. Okay, I do. all right, all right. But I'm picturing you know the progressive commercial where the uh, the guy is signing books and and people are bringing him snacks and mm-hmm. you, you know you know the bit right? The progressive you're turning into your parents. Yes. Okay, oh so yes. You get the, yeah. 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 I'm now picturing the guy that says, "Hey, uh, we got to tighten this lineup here." Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I'm picturing. That's yeah. all I can help. Well, but I, picture I can. Is I can promise you. you if being... I was 10 years older, <laughs> if I were 10 years older, if I was 61 instead of 51, okay. I would have absolutely said, "Hey, toots." Time to move it back. Time to head her to the you back. Can, you can chit chat with your friends for a little bit. Right. Right. Your sweet, cute little daughter, nice girl, I'm sure. She can st- stand here and sit, you know, and sit with and talk to these guys. But when the line starts moving, you need to go back to your spot. And, and the back. other part of why I know that wouldn't be a good place for me mm-hmm. is, as, I, as I'm shaking my pen at you, why that wouldn't be a good spot for me. And I don't know if you share the same viewpoint on this as I do, but my tolerance for other people's kids is basically non-existent. Mm, yeah. And what I mean by that is I my my kids have a lot of buddies. And for the most part they're all really respectful and mm-hmm. and, and when they come over it's it's awesome. Yeah. You know, they they all dig sports so it's cool. 
But when it's kids that I'm not familiar with that are disrespectful, I lose my S. And I'm not kidding. Case in point, last night, so we do the trick-or-treating, right? So she, I get home from work, and she said, I said, so what's the plan here? Because we're in a new neighborhood, right? So we don't know really what to expect because we just moved to this house in January. And so she said, well, we're going we're gonna to go to this neighborhood, and we're going to go to this neighborhood because he's got buddies in that neighborhood and this mm. neighborhood. I said, Perfect. I go, well, what do you want? Do you want me to go with? Do you want me to stay home? She said, well, she gave me the, well, you can do whatever you want. And I said, no. What job do you want sure. me to have? Do you want me to hand out candy or do you want me to come yeah. with? That's oh. what I'm, she's I'll like, let you pick. She said, well, just why don't you stay home and hand out candy? I said, perfect. So I did that, and then she wasn't feeling very well, so then they came back, and the boys had a ton of loot. Mm-hmm. And then I had noticed when I pulled into our neighborhood, there was the signs for Haunted Garage. Ooh. And so I said, well, I got it. We got to check gotta that go out. Got to go there, yeah. So they got back. It was probably 740 so it's still, I mean, it's dark out, but yeah, it's still early. Yeah. And I said, boys, hour. do you want to walk up the street and go see the haunted garage? And she said, oh, I don't want to. I go, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll walk them up there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, let's go do it. So we walked up there. And Mike, there was a group of seven girls who were probably preteens. Mm-hmm. And all they did for 15 minutes walking through the haunted garage was scream. It loud. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. it was, I mean, it was, it was very cool. It sure, wasn't they terrifying. Were yeah. Well, they, but were, it, they were working themselves up. But they were just doing it to yeah. do it. They yeah. were just screaming just to scream. And sure. I thought, okay, I need to get out of this as yeah. fast as possible. <laughs> so I can, I can tell you right now that that would not have been a good spot for me. We did. The haunted garage was very cool, by the way. Uh, we had zero trick-or-treaters, thank God. You we, did? Yeah, this is our new house, right? Oh, that's true. And yeah. we're very excited that it's so inaccessible that we had zero people show <laughs> and up. And you had all the candy to yourself. No, yeah, didn't even buy candy. Didn't even bother buying candy because we knew for a fact no one was coming up there, right? Okay. So that was fantastic. I, I do remember this when you're talking about kids kind of being disrespectful, right? Oh. So one of my daughters had a little party, and it was some boys were over, and some girls were all over this kid walks in, this boy walks in, and says hello to one of my daughters, walks right up to our refrigerator, and opens it up. No. And no, guess, no, no. Guess what I did? Congratulations. You're no longer welcome in our house. Get your shoes on and go to the end of the driveway. And he's like, what? And I said, we don't do that. You don't walk into someone's house. And I laid into this kid. How, how old was the, the, uh, the young man? 14. He was old enough to not be a moron. Oh, yeah. oh. It was, it was a move of like... I don't care. Watch. I'm going to walk into your house. Oh. And I said, he's not coming back no, here. No, no, no. He's not welcome here. Never again. And he gets to stand on the end of the driveway and call his parents to come pick him up. And my daughter was mortified. Right? Tough. And I said, Sorry. I don't care. I'm not having that. That kid is not one that should be allowed in people's because houses. Because I can tell you right now. What kind Who of kid that, that kid is. is. I, I know that kid. Yeah, you do. Right? I know those kids. I wasn't that kid. No. But I, I definitely knew those kids. To the point like, where oh. I remember... I would almost feel bad if I was even offered something. Oh, yeah. If I was yeah. starving, they said, oh, are you hungry? I said, no, I'm, no, I'm okay. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Could I get a, maybe like a half a cup of water? When my, just a half a cup? When my wife and I first started dating, I remember just turning things down because I didn't want to seem yeah. like that like that guy. Sure. Even though that I wasn't even remotely close to me. Could oh, my you, God. I, I you hate imagine? this kid. No. I just, and and I, I'm going to give the kid the benefit of the doubt. He's not coming back to my house. Ever. Ever. Right? He's no. not. He's never welcome. And But I'm like, oh, that's it. Congratulations. Oh. Go down to the end of the driveway. Call your parents and come pick you up. I'm so oh. glad you did oh, that. I, I, I lost my mind. I was like, what? Who do you think you are? Wait, like, what, what now? Yeah, did you just walk in here and walk right up to my refrigerator and open my... First of all, it's none of your business where, you know... Plus, wow. you weren't... Oh, Reavers, you should have seen goal. it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe... I 
I don't, I didn't want to spank him, but my mind said, <laughs> first of all, he probably could have taken me, right? He's right. 14 years old, probably has more stamina than I do. But I thought, God, would it be okay if I took him uh, downstairs and spanked him? Oh, what would man. his parents say? No, see, then now then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't, no, that FYI, was the, I was just joking about the spanking right. part. But, but that, it, was, yeah. that was a perfect, perfect move. Oh, yeah. Nope, just put your oh, shoes on and let's time go. to go. You're, you, you are going to be in this house for exactly one minute. You know, congratulations. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. I wow. did uh, read a story that, in fact, when I was here early, I got here a little early today, and, and Joe was still here, and I, I recanted the, the story of a Wisconsin man playing 17,820 holes of golf this year. Re- That's re- nine, repeat, repeat so that he's number? played 17,820 holes of golf, or 990 rounds, or four, roughly 49 holes Per day, so far is Wisconsin. Guy. How is that possible? That is a ton of golf. They said he shows up like be, before it's bright, so he's first one out. So right? he's out at six o'clock in the morning. Yep, he's out right. As soon, in the he's summer. hitting into the dark. Right, happens to be a scratch golfer. So the guy's a good golfer. How old but, is he? Uh, I didn't see in the story. Okay. I, I didn't print it out. You know what? The I'll printer. Okay, ahead. wait, wait. I'm going to tell you something. All right. Every time Joe says, "Oh, the printer ran out of ink," every time he says that, you know what I think? What? Ah, bull. He just didn't grab. But you know what happened today what? when I tried to print this out? No ink in the printer. No ink in the printer. So do I you, would not print. Uh, do you do you want to know why that is? Because he prints everything. Because when Joe prints a story, um, the printer gets used so much. Because he not only does Joe, he doesn't do what the rest of us do, which is take a new story mm-hmm. and then turn it into a Word document. Sure. So it's just one sheet. Yep. Joe will go to USA Today or yeah. the Associate, whatever, whatever outlet he's using. He'll print the story from the website. Which includes the 19 the pages of, yeah. of comments underneath. I wonder if you could teach him the read panel, right? So that little button that Mike, just takes Mike, you to the, takes Mike, all. Okay, Mike, no, Mike, it's not. Mike. You can't teach him that. I, I've tried that. Mm-hmm. And then I've also tried, Joe, here's what you should do. I, I set him up a Word document so he could just copy and paste yep. and bring it over. I don't want to do all that. I just want to print. I said, Joe, first of all, it's a much cleaner version of the story because yeah, sometimes he'll start reading the cut line. And he'll yeah. start reading the caption to a photo, sure. thinking that that's part of the story, yeah. but it's not. But then I thought, you know what? This is kind of part of his charm. Yeah, it makes him it makes him human. I did see today that um, the town council must be really building a ton of people. It is because he was signing some documents today. Yes, he was. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh-huh. He's going to have carpal tunnel syndrome. Well, you know, yesterday I don't know if you caught yesterday's program yet, but. You know, he was reading an email about someone that was wondering when they were going to get all their stuff from yeah, the town yeah, council. I get it. And I didn't have the heart to, to tell him. I said, well, because he said, well, why isn't this getting done, Reavers? And I didn't have the heart to tell him, well, Joe, you see that stack of things that are meant Need for you to sign? sign? Yeah. That's what we're waiting for. But I didn't want to say that to embarrass him You on know the what show. you should have said is just exactly that. You should have said... Joe, you have to sign all these documents before we can send this stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. These these congratulations, welcome to the town council. I, I might be making it up, but whatever it says on that. And then you could have said it's it's has to be reminiscent to when you signed all those autographs for your award winning books that you Did you also like the fact that <laughs> you when you did that when you did come report. in here yeah. after we had we had literally just uh finished doing Garage Logic that he was still wearing his headphones even though he was at the desk in the other room. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, and then you said he's still wearing his headphones, and he said, what? Yeah. What? Because so, he had his headphones on. So I'm looking at the story. His name is Nolan Krentz, and he's a member of Norsk Golf Club in Mount Horeb, H-O-R-E-B, Wisconsin. I'm going to guess he's in his late 20s. 
Oh, is he that young? By the photo that I'm seeing with the story. Late well, 20s or early 30s. if he's young, then something's wrong with him because he has a, like, does he not? I mean, he has, he had a couple jobs. He said he goes to his job afterward. Yeah, is he trying to turn pro? Is that his I bit I mean, here? a scratch golfer, a scratch golfer at some public course or, or private course in Wisconsin, does, uh, it, making mm. you a scratch, you're, you're nine strokes away from being a pro. Yeah. You'd have to be a plus nine. That's true. Yeah. He's probably not going to go pro. No, it would, would be, be incredibly difficult to go pro. Yeah. But he's getting a lot of practice in. That's a lot of golf. I couldn't play that much. Well, and that's what I was going to ask. Isn't that boring? Yeah, I mean. And I get it. I'm the guy yeah. that will watch some random baseball game in the middle of June. I get that. So, And a lot of people say, well, isn't that boring? Yes, to that person, to most people, it might be. Yeah. But, to, but to me, I just like tonight. I'm jacked because I get to watch the World Series. Now, granted, it's the World Series, but that's on. That's still going. Yeah, but but so I get it. Okay. So to that guy, it's his Philadelphia and San Diego game in the middle of June. Do I, you I hate, get that. Do you hate that the World Series? It, it no longer matters if you're the best team. No, I think that's the only thing that will save baseball. That it's not that you're the best team because I think what's happening with base. First of all, I've went on this rant seven million times, but. I'm not a fan of the modern game. I know I still watch because mm-hmm. I've, I've been even. Well, you're still watching, aren't you? Well, of yeah. course, because I love baseball. But I'm not. But I'm, I'm only just, drinking five beers, not ten. Right. <laughs> but I'm just not a fan of the of the of the modern game itself. Sure. I just I just don't. But I'll still watch it. I I, I admit I, I will still watch it. But for me, baseball has become college football. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. That basically I, I do not know what you mean, but five ahead. teams have a chance to win it okay. every year. Got and that's it. what college Got football it. has become. Yeah. And right. and I still I still like watching college football, but I know going into it that five teams have a chance to win the national championship. What, was it the Dodgers that won 110 games or what? Right. Do? And they did end up losing to to San Diego. Yeah. I but mean, that, that's unfortunate. You have a, you know, a huge winning season and you just get Wiped out. But right? that's, again, why you can have a great regular season. You can have a great team built mm. for the regular season. But you know what? This other team might have what it takes to win three out of five games, yeah. and you're screwed. Yeah, so, yeah anyway. that's tough. I I, uh, I look forward to having that season mean something to me, <laughs> the baseball season. I know. And it's just, I, although I'm excited about the Vikings. In fact, I was so excited. Today, I was at the mall looking at some stuff for work, right, actually getting some ideas for something. Okay. And I went into a store that made kind of like uh, – Generic Vikings apparel, apparel that looks like the Vikings colors, but it has nothing but, to do with the Vikings. Okay, gotcha. And all it said is, um, um, my shirt said something. I bought a shirt, a T-shirt that said like "disappointed since 1961," <laughs> right? And they had like the optimistic, disappointed. Right. You know, they had all these things. And I just, I, I bought the T-shirt that just said "disappointed." Oh, that's I funny. wanted one to support local and two. You know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. You know what's going to happen. So, did you happen to watch? I know you're a you're a big Viking fan. So, mm-hmm. did you watch the game on Sunday? Sure did. Did you see when Jared Allen came out to be inducted into the Ring of Honor at halftime? I, I, no, I heard he came out on a horse, but I did not he, see. He did. It. And I got to tell you, so as a guy that's been around the horse life for a mm-hmm. while now, I'm, yeah. I'm married into the horse. You life. don't really want that out on the field. Well, I, no, I thought I actually thought it was pretty cool that he did that because mm-hmm. he was born and raised on on a on a, on a ranch, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's where he's retired. He and his wife and family they they live. I forget where, but um, they bought like a massive, massive ranch in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. which is cool, very cool. And it was his horse, and that's oh, okay. He flew it in, or he rode it in, probably. All I kept thinking was, what if that horse? Takes a yes. giant dump right in the middle of TCF, T- 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 US Bank Stadium. They're prone to do that. 
That's what they do. That's what they do. That is yeah. what they yeah. do. Especially yeah. that's what they do when they're unfamiliar with their surroundings. Mm-hmm. It's an it, some horses they're kind of excited. They get excited yeah. and they get nervous or whatever. Yeah. And I just thought, how great would that be? That will live in Twitter infamy. And what if they did it like right in the center? Right in the center on the of the logo. Yeah, right on the Well, because that's where the stage was <laughs> yeah, for I mean, him to go up and give a speech. Wouldn't that have been unbelievable? Oh, it would have been was spectacular. Was his speech good? I didn't see the speech. Okay. I only saw the part. And I could have looked it up online, but I really didn't what care. What do you think of this uh, Peyton and Eli Manning? I think we might have talked. I, I attempted to watch a little bit of that yesterday. Yes. And they kept talking over themselves. Exactly what I do to you. I just oh. don't. I'm just waiting till I can talk, right? <laughs> um, but they just kept talking over themselves. And then they had uh, Boomer Esiason on there, too. Yep. And they were telling, like, inside jokes, like, remember, Boomer, when you had that 31117? It's like, no one knows what that is. I mean, I do you guys remember what that I is? I like, when they first started to do it last year, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was novel. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I'm kind of a fan of Peyton Manning as a broadcaster and entertainer. Super I mean, I cool thought he was guy. a good he was a good obviously a very good Hall of Fame football player. But when they're now doing the we've got to have this guest on and and yeah. I I know that that's a directive from up above cuz I kind of know how ESPN likes to operate mm-hmm. where they're all they care about is clicks, all they care about is web visits, all they care about is so whatever. Yeah. And it's it's still okay, but for me, I just want to watch the football game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I I don't give a damn who the brought because that's why I've always thought it was hilarious when they say, when Tom Brady's done playing, he's going to get a $300 million television contractor. Tony Romo was mm-hmm. the first one to really yeah. spark this movement where he signed, I think, the first $100 million television contract. And everybody went, holy crap, what? He's 100% worth it. But for me, I don't, I'm going to watch a game because it's going to be a compelling game. I have mm-hmm. never once turned into a broadcast because. This person had happened to be doing that game. Do you know what I'm saying? Chris Collinsworth and Tony Romo will absolutely get my attention. Seriously, when, oh, absolutely. When Tony seems so intelligent about the game, sure. And that's what I was hoping I was going to get from Peyton and Eli. I was, and the I, and I have a very small window. I only saw ten minutes of it okay. with Boomer Esiason, right? And they were talking about Boomer owning a club, and they put up a picture of him modeling in some underwear and stuff. And I was like, oh, I was hoping that Eli and Peyton would say. I bet you what they should do here is this, or kind of, kind of predict of what well, should happen. And you do get some moments like that. I think it was the first game of the year where, oh yeah, it was when Russell Wilson was in C- playing against his former team, and and Peyton's going, oh my god, call a timeout. Like that's yes. the stuff okay. I want. Yeah, this inside from the best of the best of the best. Instead of my buddy Jason sitting on the end of yeah. my couch saying, why are they going to timeout? E- even if he's not mm. correct, he mm-hmm. still gives you a perspective that no one else can oh, yeah. because he's been in that 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 situation. Well, and Romo will predict exactly yeah. what plays are coming up. Right. Tony will say, oh, they're going to run this. Oh, oh you even, you even heard him. Based upon a formation. I mean, honest yeah. to God, it's yeah. clear as day. It's like, oh, can other team, can the members of those teams see the same format and do they all know what's okay. going to happen? But so I, I routinely have the Sunday ticket because obviously I'm going to watch the Vikings game, but sometimes whatever else is offered mm-hmm. locally – I don't want to watch the Bears play the Lions. I don't sure. give a damn about that game. Yeah. I, I'm going to tune into a game that I find compelling, and I don't care who's broadcasting it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Granted, I, I, I will notice if they're poor. Sure. Because, you know, normally if the Vikings have a bad season, we get Chris Myers with whatever idiot they're trying out no. to, to, to become the next, you know, whoever. So, I, I mean, I normally don't care, but you do, I will say this. They do stick out when they're bad because remember when the Vikings played the Saints in London, and we were stuck with 
Mark Bleepin Sanchez. Oh, he, was he bad? Oh God, he's, I, I, he is I listened god to that awful. Game. I listened to that game. Yeah, it's always hey guys. Oh, he's really? One of, he's okay. one of those broadcasters. He has my voice. He yeah, doesn't it, have that cool guy. Okay. So speaking of Tom Brady, oh, oh, it's our Tom Brady segment. It of the is week. our Tom Brady yeah. segment. So Tom Brady got candid about his personal life, uh, spilling over into his work and making headlines. On the October 31st, rumor has it that was yesterday, mm-hmm. episode of his Let's Go podcast with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray, the Tampa Bay quarterback was asked, what's going on? Question mark. And while it referred to his team being out of sync after their third straight loss, it also touched on the end of his marriage to Giselle Bunchen. After 13 years of marriage, Brady and Bunchen announced on October 28th that they had officially divorced. Quote, I think there's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home, Brady told Gray. Obviously, the good news is it's a very amicable situation. I'm really focused on two things, taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home. He continued. All you can do is the best you can do. That's what I'll just continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. Brady was asked if there has been a challenge trying to compartmentalize his personal life and work, to which he replied, that's what being a professional is. He said that he's dealt with a lot of challenging situations on and off the field over the last 23 years, and a lot of it does play out in front of a lot of people, he said, adding that people have gotten to know him through watching him play football on TV. Hmm. What what you know what I feel badly about? Hmm. No matter what, the next girl he gets is going to be uglier, <laughs> right? No matter what. What? Really? She's so pretty. She's so pretty. Huh. I mean, she the next one has to be uglier. That's just the way it's going to be. Usually, men like to upgrade, right? They're always like looking for the next hottest girl. Okay. He's going to go down. Because arguably, she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. She is. Although, I have a strange feeling if there's some random like Indian gal who's the most beautiful woman in the world, we just don't know her yet, Tom, somehow she's going to come onto Tom's radar. I, I've said this a, a bunch, but my guess is they're both going to be just fine in that I, I think so. What if he just dates a really pedestrian woman? And I know I'm a bit biased. Yeah, you know. And that works at the supermarket. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? Well, isn't that what Tiger did? Didn't Tiger basically marry the babysitter from next door? I think it was one of the managers of his restaurants. Oh, I thought she was a... Why did I think she was a babysitter? I don't know. I, I don't think they got married, but I think there was no, a no, manager... No, no, no. The, uh, what's, what's her name? Elin Nordgren. Oh, was she a... I thought she was a babysitter for the neighbors. Oh, oh that could have been. I was talk, talking about the new gal that he's dating oh, now. Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, okay, 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 I'll yeah. trust your judgment. Yeah, but she was still a very pretty girl, but his... his And nothing's wrong with his new girlfriend. She seems like a really sweet girl, and she's doing the right things, but she's... I think she managed one of his restaurants, or a restaurant that he frequented. Got it. And that's how they met. Well, yeah. she is... Giselle, I'm talking about now. Yeah. And I know I'm biased, because mm-hmm. I'm a Tom Brady guy. Yeah. In fact, my kid, my youngest, dressed up as Tom Brady... For Halloween. Okay. Shoulder pads, everything. Jersey, really? okay. everything. I dressed up as Giselle. So you that, did. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. I bet you got a lot of candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the only thing is, and, and I, again, I, I've never met her, don't know anything yes, about her. Yeah. I'm just, from the public perception, I have got to believe that she is about as high maintenance as it possibly gets. I don't know why you'd say that. Oh, I mean, women that beautiful God. are always super normal and sane. Well, there's two <laughs> things that stick out. You remember the infamous 
video of one of the Super Bowls they lost. I believe it was the second one that they he lost. He can't catch the his own balls or whatever. Yeah. She went, and I, I think she might have been a bit tipsy because she had been in the Super Bowl suite sure, sure. for the entire game. She had two Miller lights. She's gone. But yeah. she was just berating whoever it was, not not at this person, but yeah. about the game. Yes. And I'm thinking, you know every camera in the building is on you. I think her quote was something like, he can't throw and catch yeah, the ball. Yeah, he cannot throw it to himself yeah. and catch the ball. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, okay, let me ask you this. All right. Um, dinner, Empire State Building. It's going to be totally fantastic. <laughs> Just you and one person. Okay. Who is it? Tom Brady or Giselle? Which one do you pick? If you could only have dinner with one of them. And, it's not even close. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, Giselle, I'm sure. No, it's Brady. Are you kidding me? No, not even, not even joking. I can just, I can listen to Brady on a podcast tell me about how much of a dork. You've met athletes; they're dorks. All they think about is sports. Right, Giselle. But see, I, you know what though? Hmm. I would, I don't think I'd ask him anything about sports. And I'm not kidding. Would you just say, "What's it like to make out with Giselle?" Hey, uh, so, like, uh, remember that time? No, I'm, is I'm, it okay if I ask Giselle out? I mean, now that you're done with her, that's yeah, that's why yeah, I want to. That, that's why that I want to go to dinner ask? with him. That's what every. You know what? Every player that's playing against Tom Brady <laughs> should shoot him a DM saying, hey, man, uh, I know this might be a little too soon, but is it, is it okay if I ask Giselle out? Because talk about getting inside a guy's mind, right? Yep. That could drive him nuts. Not Might I advise not, you, yeah. if you haven't seen it already, yeah. um, you're, you're reminding me of something I saw. I believe this was during the Sunday night game. There's a new commercial for Jeep. Hmm. I, I think I did own a Jeep once. Um, but whatever, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I don't love, I love or Jeeps. hate Jeeps. Sure, whatever. I, I love them, yeah. It's the all new Jeep Grand Wagoneer featuring Derek Jeter. Oh. Have you seen the ad? I have not. <clears throat> you may want to. Oh, okay. Um, it features the new Derek Jeter because it, 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 it starts out with, oh, I forget, I know his name and I, it's escaping me right now. The legendary public address announcer from Yankee Stadium who is no longer with okay. us because they would use him announcing Derek Jeter. Got even it. all throughout his career, even though he had passed, he had passed on, and I believe Derek had requested that. That very cool. Which yeah. D- D- Derek Jeter is the definition of mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And so when you see this new ad, it features you know Derek's transition now into just being a dad and okay. being a husband, and it features him and his wife on a date night. Okay. I, I I advise uh, if you haven't it's seen worth, it. Did it make you want to just go buy a Jeep Grand? Cherokee? Buy 10 of them. Really? Yes. I, if I'm not mistaken. It's a very moving ad. Those cars, uh, we're going to get into cars now. Cool looking car. Mm-hmm. They're like 100000 bucks. A Jeep Wagoneer? Yes. No way. I'm going to look it up right now. They you are, are 100 Nope. They're unbelievably expensive. And maybe they're worth it. I don't know. Right? They look awesome. Huh. Are you looking it up? I am. I cannot believe this. You know who Mrs. Jeter is, right? Uh, yeah, I Hannah I, Davis. Okay, I thought it was Minka Kelly, but I'm not. No, he dated her. Okay, so I'm looking at a MSRP roster. of seventy four five on a 2022 Jeep Wagoneer Series two, but that's before they put that's before they put windows and door locks on the thing. Huh? Right? Okay. I mean, talk about a when when did these things become so much? That's that's pretty insane, if you ask me. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, and and I think it's a great looking Jeep, but. I don't know, hundred grand. I mean, I, they're all over a hundred grand. I, I'm going to tell you, this one is is saying seventy five, but I know I've seen them for a hundred. Well, it's funny because I purchased the vehicle. The the vehicle I'm driving now, I purchased two years ago, and when I bought it in January of it would have been 2021, I, I got a really good price on it because back then, you know, remember everything was slow, so stuff was really really cheap, and 
I'm being offered basically what I paid for oh, yeah. it because With, the demand then, for used vehicles now is just through the roof. And you put 4,000 miles on it just driving it home. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. I wonder if that's going to start slowing down. I've noticed. So I've been looking, and I, I want to make this really, really clear. I've just been looking at the new Corvettes, right? I, I'm not going to go out and buy a Corvette. Well, you're, you're a car guy. I'm a car guy, but yeah. I think the new Corvette, like the the 2020 and on, the, the new body style, mm-hmm. is unbelievable looking. I mean, they made that car. I, I don't. I haven't had anybody say to me that they think it's a downgrade from a previous Corvette, right? Okay. And they were selling for one thirty nine, one twenty nine, one nineteen, and now all of a sudden you see them at MSRP. And I was like, oh, that's a big difference because they were going for well over MS, MSRP, like twenty or thirty thousand over, mm-hmm. and now they're going for roughly what MSRP is, you know, that seventy five, eighty, ninety five thousand. And I was like, huh, that that's pulled back thirty. 30,000 bucks on that car. So I think things are going to start to get a little bit more calmed down. Speaking of Halloween, did you by chance catch you, you're on social media a little bit. I'm you're 100% a big am, yeah. TikTok guy. Yeah, you know, I've really called myself on TikTok. All right. Well, you've seen the spirit Halloween memes that have been I love the one about Joe Sushere. And that's what I was okay. going to bring up. So They've been great. In fact, yeah. a lot of them have actually made me snicker, including the one where my friend Angie, who used to work in this market, now works in Chicago, had one about radio host. Mm-hmm. And it's the girl with the peace sign, with the sunglasses on in the yeah. studio, and says, still has three part-time jobs, yeah. has a photo of that one dead celebrity from 10 years ago. It was. It yeah. made me laugh, right? Yeah. Well, the one from Joe started to make the rounds yesterday, so our guy Jeremy, who's behind the scenes and a diehard GLer, mm-hmm. put it together, and he said... Will Joe get mad if I put this out? And I responded to him saying, I don't give a damn. Yeah, put it out hilarious. there. Yeah. So we started to talk about it on today's show. Okay. Because Joe didn't really get it that the spirit thing had kind of sure. started to make the rounds. And he said, Well, no one's gonna buy that costume. <laughs> and I said, yeah. Joe, it's a it's a joke. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a bit. It's a parody on a costume package. Right. And yeah. he said, Well, I don't get it. Why would anyone want to buy buy a costume of me? <laughs> And I said, Joe, that that's not the point. Yeah, the, the, yeah. So it was just. Didn't you say everyone in the town council gets one? No. I, <laughs> oh my God! What I should have said that, yes. and then his mind would have just, just exploded. Joe, don't worry about it. Everybody in the town council gets a full costume of oh, Joseph Trey. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That that was a really clever. If you don't know what I'm talking about, everybody has that packaging from Spirit Halloween. Those those yep. temporary stores that pop up mm-hmm. that are like crazy filled and busy for a month. And they have the same packaging for every costume, just with some really cheap writing on the outside and then a random picture. And they did one for Joe, and it is hilarious. Did you read the finer points of it? I did. Oh, okay, on, on GL earlier yeah, today. Okay. Yeah, I did. Go back and, and listen to GL, because it is funny. <laughs> um, all right, so I, there was. Uh, I'm trying to pull up this other story that I had for you. Uh, what did you think? Did you guys talk about the the fun and the razzmatazz that was going on downtown the other night? Oh my goodness! Could you did you see the videos to the point where I I can't tell anymore because obviously I, I at one point in my life for a stretch had a vested interest yeah. in that especially for, for that five s- six years of your life area yeah that's what I did every weekend yep. and I I did it willingly because it was great money mm-hmm. but I can't tell anymore if I'm angry about it or if I just find it sad it, it, oh it is sad it's it's sad I was looking at the the video was outside I think it was on sixth and it was outside the AC hotel. And I thought, if you were up on the fourth floor of that hotel because you had a business meeting oh, at the Wells God. Fargo yes. building, and you look down and all you see is 100 people fighting and 500 people in the street, would you say, uh, 
I'm never coming back to this town ever in my entire life. Right. It's never happening. What is going on here? And it was just, what was weird, it was just girls beating on girls, just girl fights all over the place, violent girl fights. It's like, what is going on? What is it? And then today I was listening to to a sports talk from yesterday, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about, they're putting a new bar in. Yeah. In a new sports bar in downtown Minneapolis. I was stunned when Royce said it too. Someone could say to me, you can have this space for free. And I would say, thank you, but no thank you. Right. How are they getting somebody to go in there? I, I... The only thing I can think of, Mike, because I share your sentiment 100%, but the only thing I can think of is they're anticipating it becoming a gambling spot. Because if that's the case, they will make money. Okay, but right but, now, I don't know how the hell they're going to make any money. Okay, so it's such a Because you're going to have nothing bar. but problems. Nothing but problems, right? Nothing but problems. You're going to have to close and, really early. And oh, FYI, and I know this firsthand, they are so desperate for people to come work those jobs yeah. right now. They're hiring shady characters to work those jobs right now. Yeah, they're hiring people that they wouldn't let into their bar right. work at their bar. So, right? no thanks. And, and I, I just, look at that. Are you, you and I, we're big sports fans, yeah. right, relatively. Mm-hmm. And are you going to say to me, hey, let's go downtown Minneapolis and watch Zero the chance. Vikings game? Zero chance. It's never going to happen. Nope. Right? I, I just, and I love Minneapolis. Yep. I love that town. And it breaks my heart. And when you talk about when... Um, Royce talks about it. He doesn't talk about any fear in being downtown because nope. right? he's downtown a lot, but he's not downtown at 1130, hopefully. No. And if he is, he's just coming back from a Wolves game or something, and you'd hope you're going with the crowd, right? Yep. It seems so – I don't know. I think we should call it the National Guard again and just say, oh, we need the National Guard downtown. Right. And say, sorry, we're bringing in the guard. You all got to go home. I couldn't find the story, but I did find an email I'd like to share with you before we, before we go it. here today. This comes to us from Kevin. <clears throat> frequent contributor to the Garage Logic podcast, and nice. also, as you'll know, uh, as you'll hear, a fan of the Weekly Scramble. Hey, Reeves, really enjoy the Weekly Scramble with you and Mike Fredoloni. I've noticed every once in a while you might tell a joke, so here's one. <clears throat> we all know Henry Winkler, mm-hmm. right? The Fonz. He was on a plane, Mike, and a flight attendant came up to Henry and asked, um, would you like some headphones? Henry looked up and said, yes, that sounds great, but it's pronounced Fonz. I don't know if you can say that. Yeah, it's a podcast. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, because, you know, he might have been watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. he wants the ear protection, yes. (laughs) Reavers, you're the best. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. If you could do us a favor, thank you, Kevin. If you could do us a favor and please uh, rate and review this show on whatever platform we happen to be listening to it, as long as it's still available and as long as we're still allowed to do it, please do so. That's Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Until next week, cheers. The new era of Thursday Night Football is only on Prime Video. This Thursday, it's a battle between two NFC South Divisional rivals when the Atlanta Falcons clash with the Carolina Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, with TNF Tonight delivered by Little Caesars live from Carolina. It's the Falcons and the Panthers, only on Prime Video. See Amazon.com slash watch TNF for details.